We're going to be talking to Mary Hammond. Hello, Mary. How are you? I'm very well, Baz. It's great to be here. A pleasure to have you here. Now, tell us about your Christmas Day. What and how is your Christmas Day? What do you do for Christmas Day? Well, we uh, cooked a turkey for the first time. And um, I think, unfortunately, it's probably going to end up being the last time because uh, we were a little bit concerned about getting a turkey because we had Colin's dad coming over along with uh, a couple of our friends because this will be the last Christmas in the house that we're living in at the moment. Right. Um, And so I ended up in a panic going up to at Sainsbury's and buying the last frozen turkey, which was eight and a half pounds for five people. And I can tell you it's a little bit too much. (laughs) So the cooking experience um, was it didn't fit in the freezer. It didn't fit really in the refrigerator properly. And it only barely fit in the oven. I'm not a big fan of turkey anyway myself. Neither is Colin. No. So, um, long story short, by the time we actually thoroughly cooked it, um, everybody had finished everything else. So, we have been having turkey this and turkey that for the last couple of days. That's what happens, isn't it? Absolutely. Turkey curry, turkey pie, it all happens. And uh, you're betwixt and between houses at the moment, of course. We are. So, we bought um, a house in Shepparton along the river, uh, right very near Halliford School. And we've been living there five years, but the plan has always been to rebuild it. It's a Plotland's house. It was originally built over 100 years ago as a holiday home. Right. And from there, it's just been extended rather than insulated properly, you know, electrics up to date and things like that. So it's always been a plan to finally, you know, rebuild the house. And, but it's a process. You know, it is a process of who you're going, you know, what design fits, what planning you're allowed. Um, And I can very well say, especially on our road, you cannot build more than an inch over what you originally have. Of course. So, you know, uh, because of the river, because of flooding, things like that. So fortunately for us, we have had a lot of people that have added things on. But I can tell you uh, neighbors of ours that have a, an original Plotland's house where they've got two kids and um, they are having real problem with uh, planning. And is your house, because of planning, is it raised we, higher we, yes. because of so potential flooding? At the moment, we're a metre off the ground, but we will be 1.5 metres off the ground. Golly. Yeah. Makes sense. So, so, yeah, I mean, you can fit a lot underneath there, but obviously the, the whole plan is that nothing is kept underneath the house to allow it to flow through. And um, back in 2014, you may have known uh, I covered a little bit of the River Thames scheme. Back in 2014, it ca- the river came up to just outside the back door. So it never came in. But a couple of our neighbours, it did go into theirs, but it didn't come into ours. So it's never been flooded and hopefully it never will be. Fingers yeah, crossed. Fingers cro- I mean, the weather at the moment over here, very wet. We've got rain for the next week or so. Yes, Some it's Amber very hot. flood warnings as well, with the Thames being high as well. Yeah. So let's keep um, our well, fingers like, crossed. Well, we judge it by um, our back steps. We have, if it goes over the second step, then we have to move the cars because actually we've got a creek at the end of the road and it comes in from the top of the road and then comes down towards us. 
So, yeah, so, you know, obviously I'm a huge supporter of this new scheme that um, the Environment Agency is putting together with some of the councils in Surrey County Council to look at flood plans and, you know, use some of the empty quarries that, you know, we've used for gravel and stone and things like that yeah. to use them as, you know, other areas to for the river to flow into. You know, at times of... Uh, As you mentioned, this is featured in the January edition of your magazine, Community Correct. Life, which we'll talk about in just a mo. Okay. Uh, we're talking about wet and windy weather, but of course oh, you're originally gosh. from the US. I am. What about the weather out there at the well, moment? Well, let me tell you, I am not missing it. Let me tell you. <laughs> I am How cold originally, has it got out there? Uh, Do you, what's the temperature drop to now? Uh, on Christmas Day, I heard it was 14 Fahrenheit, which is, what, 10 below zero, something like that. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. But... Um, I'm telling you, and I was 14, 14 Celsius over here, so for us it was 51. But I'm originally from upstate New York, which is uh, the town I'm from is Rochester, but it's very near to Buffalo. And we're still a big supporter of the Buffalo Bills, the American football team. Right who are doing very well. Come on, Buffalo, up to the Super Bowl. And, um, but they've had over 100 inches of snow in the last six weeks. It is unbelievable, isn't it? The it amount is unbelievable. You look at mean, the pictures I'll... online, it just looks... Yeah, I don't think very I've seen anything cold. like it. Very cold indeed. Uh, we've got friends over in Canada at the moment, in Wisconsin, actually, Wisconsin. They okay. it. And it, again, they were, it was just piled high with snow. And it's, you know, it's all over. You know, it seems to be not just the eastern side of the country, central, you know, and even, you know, as far down as, uh, you know, Florida in some places. At least the temperature is dropping. Obviously, you know, the well, snow is... the iguanas so on the trees that were frozen and falling down. <laughs> and then they live. How I, they, they, so they freeze, literally, and then come back to life again, presumably. That's unreal. Exactly. Uh, so you're moving house. You're also a very busy lady anyway, because you have your Community Life magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, remind the people that don't know, where does the uh, magazine get published? Where, so areas? we are a monthly publication that actually goes through the door to residents uh, in the Runnymede Borough area and also through Weybridge and Brooklyn's. So I've got two magazines that cover Runnymede. One is called uh, the North Edition and one called the South Edition. And then we've got the Weybridge Edition, which is doing really well. And in fact, one of my, I've been nominated for the Runnymede Civic Awards for community, uh, uh, community support for the year. That deserves a quick Woo-hoo. ripple for you. Well done. I mean, Let's actually, hope you win it. You the other, it. The other nomination is for Writer of the Year. I'm not sure how much they've actually read the <laughs> <laughs> no, Don't you bet. There's some fantastic articles <laughs> exactly. in there. And the January edition, is it out yet? Is it going through doors? It is going through doors from the 2nd. 2nd. So. And so through Royal Mail. Uh, some of them that are hand-delivered have already gone out and are going out. But I did have Royal Mail call me and ask me if they could delay it until the 22nd. But actually, I've got another issue that starts the February issue starts going out from the 30th. So I asked them, you know, if that would be okay if that didn't happen. And we are still on schedule for the second. Good but I you. do feel for Royal Mail. I oh, really it's, do. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. But, yeah, they, I mean, I'm not going to get into the politics of it, but, of course, they've got major competitors nowadays. So yes. it's not, you know, they yeah. will lose contracts. Yes. Sadly. Sadly. Unfortunately. And I still think having a postal service is important. Of course. Yeah. I would agree with you. Um, and we're talking about the January issue of the magazine, which is, I've got a copy of here. Thank you for bringing in. Nice yeah, birdie on the absolutely. front. Lovely birdie. Love that. I do think print makes a difference, looking at it in print. 
I do too. I, I, no, I, I do agree understand with you the whole digital concept, but uh, there's nothing like having a paper copy in your hand, personally. And a high-quality paper copy as well, Absolutely. which we always mention. What a great quality the magazine is. Uh, so, Mary, you've been talking quite a while now about having something on climate change in the magazine, and you've managed to include that in January. Tell us something about that. So, um, basically, there's all kinds of, you know, we've got a, a cop. Um, or the CO27 just happened. And so, you know, there's always uh, interest in, you know, from the local level of what you can end up doing, you know, at your home to change things and actually, you know, be part of that new environment or renewable environment. And um, one thing that we've done, and, and again, it was just all of a sudden realizing that our local DIY shop actually does refillable products. Right. So we do refillable dishwasher, liquid, um, you know, washing up, all kinds of whatever we can reuse with the eco. So we bring our bottle in and they just charge us for, you know, the amount of um, that, you know, is the yes. size of the bottle, sure. actually, rather than creating more plastic. Another thing is... Um, peat is going to be phased out of all garden products by 2024. So, you know, and at this point, it is good to start looking at other options that you can from a gardening perspective instead of using peat in your soil. So pine needles are, you know, any wood-based products that obviously can absorb water and moisture and hold it for a a certain period of time is obviously very useful if you do grow your own vegetables and have your own garden. Um, And, you know, a little less meat consumption, you know. um, It's no good looking at me at the moment. The amount of meat I've eaten in the last few days. (laughs) Well, I mean... One thing I would say is I'm actually reading the Jeremy Clarkson book at the moment, and I realize he's not very popular right now. But, you know, it's all about farming. And he was going on saying that one of the deals that he did uh, while he was prime minister was with New Zealand. And the regulation in British farming of raising cattle and things like that to all be grass-fed is very different than New Zealand cattle, which are grain-fed. Okay. So when New Zealand cattle is now being sold in our supermarkets, it is 50, 50p to a pound less. And so, you know, little things like that are actually, again, not helping our industry and things like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in general. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I've got to be honest with you, we've been, you know, doing a lot of um, meatless products lately, and we made a chili not too long ago with, um, I want to use the word beef, but obviously it's not beef, but it's, you know, a meatless substitute for that, and it was, you wouldn't know the difference. No, sure, I just, it's just, I think more and more people are moving away from eating meat, aren't they? Yes. Vegan is still on the increase, which is good. Uh, Another article in the magazine you've got. The ladies that are coming in here in a couple of weeks, courtesy of you for an introduction, thank you, AWBS, International uh, Women's Club. Absolutely. A lovely article celebrating sort of friendship and inclusiveness. Tell us about the club because you're a member, aren't you? I am a member. So, um, and again, I, I didn't know that there was a group in the UK. And so about 18 months ago, somebody mentioned it to me and I immediately joined wanting to be involved in it. And um, with the magazines... 
Last year, I probably attended three or four get-togethers. So, uh, you know, again, it's been a little bit of a slow burner. But now, as I'm becoming more um, efficient uh, in running the magazines, I've become a lot more involved. And so, you know, just getting to know a lot of people, some Americans, um, but I would say it's... Is uh, it predominantly American women uh, or is it a, a fair blend of... There's a, a yeah. definitely a fair blend of, yeah. you know, yeah. of um, South African... So, so it's to any women? Though, a in, lot in, of English. Okay. A lot of English, yeah. So, and I think it's just a, a group about inclusion and also... Uh, you know, just doing little events like playing bridge or, you know, uh, having a wine tasting or, you know, having a Christmas meal. You know, I did attend the Christmas uh, meal. Mrs. R, Mrs. Richards got quite excited because they, they do tennis coaching as well, do. I think, don't they? Tennis courses at Abs- Wentworth. Right. Yes. So, I mean, Wentworth is the main place that they have their week uh, monthly meetings. Okay. Um, but, you know, uh, they're also doing quite a lot at uh, Lavender uh, is it um, in Windlesham, the Lavender? It's a whole complex of different businesses in there. There's... Um, oh, the, ba- yeah, the farm shop. Lava shop Barns. Lava shop Barns, that's it. And so Very we're doing quite there. a lot with them. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's really good yeah, to hear. So, good and, to hear. you know, I just love getting involved with them. Uh, President Joyce, isn't it? She's going to come in in a couple of weeks' time, so looking forward to meeting her as well. Fantastic. And you, young lady, I think have been out and about with uh, Gabriella Coya, haven't you? Oh, yes. Now, who is Gabriella? Tell us about Gabriella so, Gabriella. what she does. Um, I, during, uh, while Elaine Gill was mayor of Runnymede, um, I attended the mayor's ball. And unfortunately, Cullen couldn't make the event, so I went by myself. And I was seated next to Gabriella, who is a wedding planner, and uh, who actually lives next door to Elaine Gill in Thorpe. Okay. And But since then, I just always had this idea... That, you know, having a wedding section in the magazine is really important. It's part of life. You know, it's part of community. It's part of who you are. You know, everybody, well, I can't say everyone, but, you know, a good portion of people do look forward to their wedding day, Mm -hmm. including me myself. You know, until after we build the house, that is the plan is Colin and I will actually tie the knot uh, instead of just uh, Are you going to book Gabriella as your planner? Uh, Well, we might be in talks with her about this, but but I just think it's – she's actually – she told me that um, she's had a couple people um, in – when she's been shopping in Egham say – don't you write the wedding section in the magazine, you know? And so, and for her, that was, you know, just that kind of recognition that knowing that people are reading it and even if they're not getting married. Well, it's quite interesting because I know I look at um, the Facebook groups locally and they're often commenting on things that are in the magazine. I don't know if you've seen that, but next time I get them, I'll I'll send them over to you because there was uh, one fairly recently that I was reading and it was quite a number of replies about people that have read something. I can't even think what the article was now, but... I definitely re- re- remember reading it. In fact, you were telling me about it before when you were last in. We have 33,000 copies that are printed. Uh, 11,000 go out in each of the magazine areas, um, along with being able to pick them up at um, the Weybridge Library. Yep. Yep. So, and also the um, Sam Bear Bookshop. So there's a few in there. And 
you know, basically a lot of the Weybridge ones go through the door, which is really, I think, very important. Of course, it yeah. reaches the right people. Uh, you were just showing me an article. What was that you were yeah, pointing so, out to me? Um, I, so I have Elmbridge Borough Council that actually do uh, an article for me every month, but they gave the space this time to the NHS because okay. there is proposal for a new Weybridge Community Centre, oh, sorry, a new Weybridge Health Outlet uh, to be, um, or the current one that's on Church Street to be expanded, you know, in Weybridge. So, because this has gone through a lot of different iterations, actually, because it was a big, big, big plan a while back to reshape the whole of Weybridge, and we were asked to be involved in that. Um, and that sort of then just dwindled out as time went on. But of course, Elmbridge Council is still involved with Surrey County Council and the health authorities to come up with something. Uh, and of course, it was a month or so ago that you reported on the new cinema. That's yes, going to be that's opening right. up. Well, it's Charlie's going to be a theatre, but theater. yes, yeah. I'm sorry, you're quite right. It's a yeah. theatre <laughs> uh, and an arts centre, I think. And it, it was people, that was what Correct. people were inquiring about yeah. is could they get more information about the art side of things? Okay. But Charlie's, we've done a great job at Isha so far. We mentioned this last time. The pantomime has been very successful. Seen the ad for Aladdin in your magazine. Absolutely. Um, and that's gone very well from what I understand. So well done to Charlie. It'd be interesting. I'm not sure when he starts a project over here. Um, I believe that it'll be completed by December 2024. Okay. So that's it will take that long, but it is going to take that long because... I don't think the building's been occupied for a good decade. A number of years. Yeah, a good yeah, decade. Absolutely. Okay, and uh, we're talking about uh, Gabrielle uh, Coyer and the wedding planner. There's also news in there, I think, of uh, West Byfleet Community Gardening Club. That's right. Is that so, the first time you've had them involved, or have they been involved um, before? No, they were in the first, uh, I think it's the second issue that came out in May. Um, but I, you know, a lot of people that are part of the gardening club live in Weybridge also, so we'll get sure. the magazine. Um, but they're obviously looking for new members to, you know, come and work with them, learn more about, you know, gardening in general, plus um, doing a little bulb planting here and there. But it was actually uh, Laura who wrote the letter, or who wrote the article for me from West Byfleet, who introduced me to another article in the magazine for Natalie, who is uh, turning talent into a career. And that's actually uh, Natalie is Natalie uh, Bouvialin. Scott, who is a local portrait and murals artist based in Guildford and has been working across across community projects, basically painting murals for schools on school buildings. That's cool. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, so uh, she got started about, well, when she was 23, she really kind of took up more painting and things like that. And has just from that gotten noticed. And so she's worked for nine schools so far, one of them being Fulbrook. And, you know, she does a lot within the West Byfleet area, which is how the gardening group know of her. So she's done some work with them also. But she's, you know, is available for commission if you're looking for, you know, portraits to be painted and things like that. I've just had four pictures commissioned and finished. It came out a little bit more price than I thought. So me and the wife are just discussing that one at the moment. <laughs> uh, but the great paintings. So thank you to Suzanne for doing those. Uh, also coming up at the end of this month, I think it's 27th, 29th of January. It's the, as we do every year, it's the RSBP uh, Big Garden Bird Watch. That's correct. Which is a great thing to do. So I know that we do that every year. Oh, great. Um, yeah, I think it's great. I mean, just looking at it, it's quite a simple thing to do. It's great for kids as well yep. to get involved in that one. And it's a great check 
and to just see learn, how know. the wildlife is yes. within your area. Yeah, uh, and also it's a great learning of the different types of birds. You know, you can, you know, there's loads of finches. And in fact, I had a picture of a finch originally on the Runnymede North, and Colin told me that it wasn't a UK bird, so I had to take it off. Ah. (laughs) Well done, Colin. Well spotted. (laughs) Keep her in check, that Mary. Absolutely. He's got to keep me in check sometimes about things in the UK. We're quite big on animals. In fact, I think I've told you this before, we're, we're sort of surrounded by woodland. And uh, Fifi has actually gone out and put little cameras up, the ring cameras up around the back of the house. So now we have our own badger watch at night. So they're videoed at night. So we, every time we, we used to just see the holes the following morning. Now we can actually see them coming out, which is great. But they, you know, you, it's quite interesting how you change your view. I, a lot of my friends are going to be, oh, badgers, you know, we can't get rid of them anyway because they're a protected species. But, you know, yeah. you don't want them. They churn your lawn up. And I've always said, well, they were there first. So give them grace, you know, and now that when you see them, I mean, we adore them. They're fantastic. I can imagine. Oh, I'd love to see a hedgehog. I've never seen a hedgehog. Well, we'll have to find you one. I would love to. (laughs) It's one of these animals that, you know, it's just so cute, even though you obviously don't want to necessarily pick up a hedgehog. (laughs) You don't really want to. Um, So we're talking to Mary about the January edition of the magazine Community Life, which goes out in Runnymede and goes out in uh, Weybridge and Brooklyn as well. Um, If people want to get hold of you, Mary, because they'd be interested in helping you with an article or find out more about the community, how do they contact you? So the best way to contact me is by email. Um, It's mary.hammond, H-A-M-M-O-N-D, at community hyphen life.co.uk. I'm always interested in developing talent and, you know, putting a message in the magazines that, you know, really will matter to, you know, a lot of people. Do you ever do um, reviews of restaurants and cafes and things? Have you ever thought? I do of, yeah. do. Um, only when asked, obviously. Okay. Um, but uh, yes, the, it, you Just, know, I'm, I'm open-minded. Yes. Yep. Food and drink, always my subject matter. Uh, so we're talking to Mary Hammond. Mary's brought in lovely copies of the January editions of the Weybridge and Brooklyn's uh, Life and Runnymede Life as well, both editions. And uh, as north and south, of course, that you've got. Absolutely. And uh, in the magazine this time round, of course, you've got uh, a guy that we all know, who's the, our local mayor. Yes, uh, Mayor of Elmbridge. Mayor of Elmbridge, Simon. Lovely guy. Met Simon a few times now. Always mm-hmm. a pleasure to meet him. And he's talking about the first half of his year as the mayor and some of the things he's done. Tell us about some of the articles and, and the things that he's talked about. Um, well, actually, how I met him was I attended the Adams Family uh, musical comedy at the Cecil Hepworth Playhouse, and he was there oh, with okay. his with his um, medal, you know, mayor medal and things like that. So I went up and approached him and just talked about the magazines. He actually uh, doesn't live in Weybridge, so he wasn't aware of it. But um, I've soon gotten in conversation with his secretary, and they put together a lovely article about the opening of the Paints Hill Park, um, is it the Woollett Bridge, Okay, uh, that has just opened, I think, last month. In Paints Hill Park. So, Love Paints Hill Park. Such an amazing beautiful. place to walk around. Beautiful. I definitely want to build a better relationship with them. And, you know, again, getting more of their events in, in the magazines. Um, they did a whole array for Christmas of the 12 Days of Christmas. Mm. So, um, and again, it's local, easy to take a walk to. 
um, beautiful scenery and lots you can learn. It's a very special place. He also talks about, of course, our, our friends that have a, a radio program here on Brooklands, which is a Brooklands museum. Mm-hmm. as being another jewel in Elmbridge. Is that somewhere that you go to as well, Brooklyn's Museum? Do you attend? I work with Brooklyn's there? Museum quite a lot. Uh, so, uh, again, I know the, um, you know the marketing person, Joe. I have taken a tour of there. I've met the chief executive. I mean, it's an amazing place, isn't it? It's massive. The enthusiasts, yeah. to me, are just unbelievable, the way that they've created. I mean, there's so much over there to see. You can spend a whole day at Brooklyn's Museum. And they're so willing to talk to you about what they've created. And you know, you've got everything from aircraft to cars. They're doing a lot with schools now also with this whole STEM uh, uh, project that, you know, you'll see earlier that uh, Halliford is actually giving, Halliford School is actually giving uh, scholarships on, um, which is the... Uh, actually, it's uh, technology, uh, machinery, engineering. I can't. Uh, I don't know what the the whole acronym is, but okay. you know, science. Oh, sorry, science, technology, engineering, and machinery. So, um, and schools are really taking off on this. So, you know, this is something that the museum is working with a lot of schools on because they're all about development of technology. We love to support them. It's a great, great place to go. In fact, they've got a New Year's Day gathering coming up, uh, which I was thinking of going to, actually, between uh, 10 and 4 o'clock. It's open to everyone. It's the uh, New Year's Day classic vehicle gathering. Over a 1,000 classic cars will be there on display. I've got live music. I've got a winter barbecue as well. So loads uh, happening down there. Uh, Gates open at 9 o'clock. Museum buildings and displays open at 10 until 4. If you want more details of anything Brooklands on the museum, it's www.brooklandsmuseum.com. Mary, again, thank you for coming into Brooklands Radio again. We've got the January edition of the Life magazine connecting uh, with our communities coming out. Out. It's coming out next week. It is some of the, some of the magazines have gone out already in the Adelston and Chertsey area, and then Royal Mail uh, starts their delivery from the second of January. So you you've got your content now for your magazine. It's all sort of laid out in the same format. Just some great articles every time. You cover so much around the community. You got your health and fitness features as well. Your home and garden. Uh, great section on community events as well, which is always useful for us here at Brooklyn's Radio. Uh, make sure we can uh, tick those off and make sure we've covered them. Uh, what are your thoughts for the coming year? What other articles would you like to see included within the magazine? Well, I have to say, be honest with you, a lot of the magazine is light bulb moments. You know, okay. where the um, the article about Natalie and the turning, uh, you know, a talent into a career, that came from the West Byfleet woman contacting me and sending me some of her, sending me some of Natalie's images. And I'd remembered that I'd seen them on a Facebook post by somebody uh, over the summer. So that was when I'd asked Laura from the West Byfleet Gardening Group to get in touch with, you know, to put me in touch with Natalie. And that's how that article kind of came about. So there is quite a lot of, you know, as I go, a, you know, few ideas enter my head. Inevitably, yeah, sure. So, but um, last, in the January issue, I do write about eating the rainbow. And, you know, the whole about nutrients in different fruits and vegetables based on color. Uh, and even though there's you know, not necessarily a lot of scientific evidence, you know, there is high evidence of benefits 
from different color groups. So I do talk about that. But one of the things that I've gone through uh, or I'm going through at the moment is understanding more of my relationship with food. Okay. So a lot of people, you know, is it stress related? Is it, uh, you know, boredom? You know, some people are extremely disciplined about how their approach to food is. And um, I'd like to understand mine and how I might be able to change it. So that's something that I'm thinking about and going through at the moment. And obviously, I'd love anybody that is a nutritionist to get in touch with me and, you know, help me put an article together because I'm sure I'm one of many people Oh, for you know, sure. Who for thinks sure. that that way? And again, Mary, very quickly, just tell us again, if people want to get hold of you, how do they do it? Um, please email me. I respond to everyone. Uh, and it's mary.hammond at community-life.co.uk. Thank you again for coming in, Mary. And we look forward to receiving the January edition of the magazine fairly shortly. Your life, your music. Sorry's loving